Time now for the morning line here on KMA. Some big doings last night's Shenandoah City Council meeting. Shenandoah Mayor Roger McQueen is with us in the studio this morning with commentary on some of the major developments from last night. Good morning to you, Roger. Good morning, Mike. Good to have you back with us. And uh, I know you were interested in the report that Margaret Brady gave last night on the continuing efforts uh, to renovate the Johnson Brothers Mill building. Of course, the council approved payments last night for roof coverings and windows associated with that project. What's your reaction to the work accomplished on the building so far and what uh, Margaret had uh, for the council in the way of an update last night? Well, I thought Margaret's update was just excellent. Uh, I was totally impressed, and I think the council was too, of how much has gotten done here in the last uh, six months. You know, uh, I know she was waiting to get the roof completely done before she could do a lot of the stuff on the inside, so we're glad to have that done and uh, be able to, uh, you know, uh, move forward from that. Of course, I'm sure everybody's noticed that she's got the new Pella windows in on the uh, second floor, Uh, so, but no, her report was very thorough, very, uh, very impressive as far as what they've gotten done. Uh, she has done a great job of keeping track of, uh, not only the dollars, but, uh, you know, the hours, uh, that her people have spent in there. Plus, you know, the, the trash and salvage that's went out of there and so forth. So overall, I think, you know, she is moving along in a good clip on this and, uh, you know, it's, it's coming along and if anybody drives by, they can sure see the improvements. How amazing is that considering the fact, you know, that building has stood there for years decades really empty and dilapidated it it now it it it's, it has a chance at, at coming back alive again oh I, it's just one of those things it's uh uh you know when i was running for mayor there was a couple of things about top five things and uh, the johnson brother mills one of those things what are we going to do what are we going to do uh and to be honest i did not know and uh i never thought in my mind about approaching somebody like Margaret, uh, but she came to the city with this idea, and uh, we just wholeheartedly, uh, you know, uh, was right behind her on it. Uh, you know, the uh, the TIF dollars, I believe, are going to be well spent. You know, we're going to take an eyesore that's kind of, to me, the entrance to our downtown and turn it into something impressive, and she's got a lot of great ideas of what to do with it for activities and so forth. Uh, as far as uh, farmers market, uh, she wants to get a commercial kitchen in there. As far to so people can learn how to to uh, do things with their homegrown vegetables and fruits and stuff. And so you know this when it's completed, I I think it's going to be one of those things. You're going to look there to the depot and then look right up our main street and and how impressive it's going to be. That was going to be one of my questions. How big of a symbol is this in getting that uh, building uh, fixed and renovated? How would that add to the downtown area and any sort of revitalization efforts that we've got going on? Oh, I think it's going to be big. I mean, that that's one of those things, like you said, it stood there for over 30 years as a as an empty eyesore, broken out windows and so forth. Uh, and, you know, <clears throat> we've had other buildings downtown now that have revamped, uh, you know, three or four of them. And so I think this is just an ongoing uh, a trend. I hope that, uh, you know, we can take take a building like that and somebody sees the potential in it and uh, we change it. Because uh, f- from what this is going to be, I think in a year from now when we look at that, it's, it's just going to be just totally uh, transformed into something that, like I say, is going to be a welcome thing into, into our downtown area. Another big development last night was discussion regarding uh, the efforts to designate emergency medical services as an essential service here in Page County. Shenandoah EMS uh, Director Ty Davison was there. and By the way, he'll be on our program here tomorrow morning to talk about that efforts. And 
Uh, talk about where that at is at right now as far as the city council is concerned. What Ty did last night was he presented to the council um, when the supervisors have already endorsed uh, moving forward with this. And so what the EMS has to do uh, is come up with an advisory council or an advisory board, uh, because if this will get on the ballot and will get voted on in March, and if it does pass, uh, the, the monies that will come in from that will will not go like to the Shenandoah Hospital, Corona Hospital, whatever. It goes into a trust. This board will actually manage that money. It allots it to the the communities or the uh, like the coin, uh, Essex, et cetera, fire departments or rescue squads. And so not fire departments, I'm sorry, rescue squads. Uh, and so, you know, uh, what he was doing last night was on this board. He wants the council to have a voting and a non-voting member. Uh, and so he was asking the council for the, who they would choose to put on on the advisory board from Shenandoah as a representative, as a voting member. And that will take place at the next council meeting next week. Is that correct? Uh, the next council meeting will be December 5th. And, yes, he would like to have an answer because uh, the EMS are, are going to go in front of the uh, supervisors again on the 7th. Uh, they have to present this three times on three votes uh, to get this on the ballot. So, yeah, he would like to have a name by then. Uh, and so uh, I'm sure myself and the uh, five council members will be talking about who who we think should be on this Um since we are in a 2080 agreement with uh, the Shadow Hospital on this, you know, I, my personal opinion, it should be an elected official since we're dealing with money. But uh, I'll leave it up to the council to see who they they think should be on this. Uh, I know I went to Essex for their city council meeting when Ty presented that one. And, uh, you know, they're they're looking at that, too, up there, who they're going to pick. So, you know, it's just a just a process. They have to get this advisory uh, committee set up uh, so they can go to the supervisors and get this chartered. Uh, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of work just to get this done to get it to the point to get even get it on the ballot so uh, i think he's doing a great job uh i'm glad he's going to be here tomorrow morning let people know what's going on you know uh we we have to do something in the county we're just getting to the point that uh, uh the uh the agreement between the city of shenandoah and the shenandoah ambulance service is, is great but we uh, we've got to do something to fill in this financial loss every year what would this mean to not only shenandoah but some of the smaller communities uh, around here that uh, are struggling to keep emergency services and ambulance services alive. Uh, these small towns are, are facing some very difficult uh, situations there. Well, I think it's going to be big. I've, I've been on this ever since it started. And, uh, you know, I've went to these meetings and, and listened to, uh, like, Coyne, uh, Braddyville, uh, or not Braddyville, Blanchard, uh, College Springs. You know, some of these smaller communities, it's just, first of all, it's hard to get people to work. And then it's hard to actually get people to volunteer when you don't have the equipment and so forth. And and I know the uh, gentleman from Coyne uh, at, a, at a recent meeting said, you know, we don't need anything even brand new. We just need good stuff. Uh, you know, we, we can't afford this equipment on what we do uh and so by by being able to provide them some money so they can get people in there that get them trained and get the equipment they need uh and i think that's going to be big to keep these these smaller ambulance services going speaking of uh projects uh, we talked about uh, the uh, johnson brothers mills earlier there's another project that the council received an update on last <clears throat> night the uh, Shenandoah Pregnancy and Resource Center a project, which is kind of down the street, up the corner, around the block here from our <laughs> neck of the woods. But uh, what information did you learn from that update from Kathy Langley last night? 
Uh, there again, there's another project that uh, just has just really exploded as far as I'm concerned. I mean, from what she gave us a report last night, and she has been excellent about coming in and reporting back to the council on their progress. And so, uh, you know, they're, I think they're, this weekend they're having what they call a door party. They're putting all the doors on, uh, you know. Uh, she uh they're looking at march to have a grand opening which is just to me uh, amazing how fast they have gotten this up and it's going to be so beneficial to them to have that you know a big new building like that to provide this service in town and uh you know i'm I, there again i'm excited here's a piece of property that uh, had nothing on it but uh, dilapidated houses you know the city uh made him a really good offer on that and so here we have a nice building sitting just north of the post office now let's like I say it's going to provide a, a service to town and uh you know i couldn't be happier they have done a great job of fundraising the volunteers that have come in you know they've looked for grants and so forth so they've done an excellent job and i'm excited to get in there and see it when it's completed before we end here uh any update as far as stage four water rationing is concerned Unfortunately, no, Mike. We're still at the sta stage four. Uh, the wells are, are holding. Um, you know, I just talked to uh, the guys from the water plant yesterday, and uh, you know, we're we're not losing, but we're we're not we're not gaining. So uh, I guess all I can say right now is we're staying steady. I just keep encouraging everyone to please try to conserve as much as you can. Uh, you know, luckily I say we're in the kind of time of year we don't have to worry about a lot of watering. And I'm sure by now everybody's got their outside hoses disconnected and so forth. But I just, there again, I just ask people to please just try to conserve. Uh, you know, this is, uh, this affects all of us and we definitely don't want to get into a serious situation. And so uh, by being, by being proactive, I I think it, it's a lot better than being reactive. And so, you know, like I say, just just try to watch your water usage and uh, let's just keep hoping we get some rain. Or snow. I don't or, know. <laughs> Not the snow whichever. part, but uh, some moisture. I'll take any moisture right now. That's right. Roger, thank you very much for being with us this morning. We'll talk to you again in another week or so. Very good. Thanks, Mike. As Shenandoah Mayor Roger McQueen on the morning line here on KMA.